Welcome to the Fit Project Podcast. We are hanging out at 316 Victoria Street, Brunswick, aka the Fit Project headquarters. And we're joined today with... Izzy Jones. What's going on, Mr. Biceps? (laughs) If I'm Mr. Biceps, would that make you Mr... Stick arms? Yes, (laughs) correct. Correct. Super tall guy? (laughs) I'll take super tall guy. I'll definitely take that. (laughs) I'm glad you wore a jumper today. That, uh, that, <laughs> right. that makes me feel good. Um, so we're hanging out um, with Izzy Jones today in uh, impromptu studio out back here in the workshop. So Izzy, the Fit Project podcast, we'd like to keep it pretty conversational. Done. Pretty chill. Um, like we were talking about this before, let's start with some gym banter. I'm down with gym banter. I'm very good at that. Cool. So what's your least favorite thing to do in a gym slash training? Easily chin-ups that's not even, that's not even close to anything. It's chin-ups and then a country mile to, I don't know, whatever else could, the other exercise could be. But chin-ups for me, we do not get along. We have, we have a very bad relationship. Ah, okay. Let's go into who is Izzy Jones? What do you do with yourself? Who is Izzy Jones? Well, that's an interesting question. I'm the, uh, the head trainer and manager at Jones Brothers Gym in Albert Park, uh, where a class-based gym so we run a very similar setup to you guys here we're obviously with a uh, less obstacle raced theme setup yeah we're just about helping people have fun in the gym feel better move better and get stronger that's uh, that's how we get down in our gym in albert park awesome and what about at more of an existential level who who is easy who is how can we understand you <laughs> i am the most relaxed person you'll probably ever meet in your life Stress doesn't really affect me, to be honest. I'm very laid back, I'm very easy going, and I just like to have fun and, and joke around mostly. Awesome. So what's a real good um, trivia-like fact about you? So if we were at like a trivia night and someone's like, <laughs> true or false, Izzy Jones is... Oh man, that's a tough question. A trivia fact about Izzy. Yeah. Not a trivial fact, because, Yes. you know... What's, like, um, what's your deepest, darkest secret, apart from disliking chin-ups? Well, I didn't think I could grow a beard, but I've proven that wrong. So, <laughs> but I didn't think it would come out red, so catch it in the right light, and uh, it looks like i got a red beard. So does Izzy rock a red beard when he's actually got something on his face? I think that would be a yes. Right on. Well, actually, yeah, I think when we met, you were beardless. Bro, beardless. <laughs> I was, I was uh, baby-faced for a very long time. This has only come in in like kind of eight <laughs> weeks. <days> <laughs> Oh, we should probably put a photo up. <laughs> you, eight weeks ago slash two days ago. Oh, man. <laughs> the giant rang a beard. You're That's rocking, it. The old rang a beard. Uh. Okay, so head coach, manager of Jones Bros Gym. Jones Bros? Yep, well, Jones Brothers. Jones Brothers? Jones Bros is... Jones Bros. It's just quicker to say. Yep, cool. <laughs> Any other relatives? We have a sister who is in the middle. So my brother's the older, sister's in the middle, and I'm the baby. So, right, who's the tallest though? Me by a mile. Yeah, I, I know. Right? Uh, <laughs> I've got I've got like a head on everybody in the family. So I got my uh, my granddad's genes, tall and skinny, and they all look like uh, my dad's side of the family, which is uh, Maori like, so stocky and olive skinned. Yeah, where where the tall genes come from? I've always wondered that. Like. Mum's dad, he was pretty tall. I think he was like 6'2", skinny, so I clearly look like him. (laughs) Um, How long have you been a a trainer for? What did you do? Why did you get into it? I started as a trainer in 
2011, I think it is. So what are we in there? Like 2019. So, mm-hmm. so like eight years. I played sport all my life. and Basketball, I obviously. Basketball, oh, I did a bit of everything, but basketball was clearly the, uh, the sport I was better at. And then I've, God, how many jobs did I have when I finished school? I worked at Best and Less. That was terrible. Then I was, <laughs> then I was a basketball coach. Then I worked in the, like the pro shop at my basketball club. Then I was a labourer. And I think I started my course, my PT cert, when I was a labourer. And then I became a, an apprentice chippy. Did that for two years. Wasn't real good at it, and then became a full-time PT. So I think full-time from, like, 2011, but always involved in sport. What drove you away from... All the other things? Well, labouring mainly, like... Labouring was fun, man. I enjoyed that. That was was outdoors. Uh, There was plenty of bands, which which I'm always down with. Uh, Having a lot of fun. Kind of just... Well, I had no issue with it. It was just like, eh, I think training, being a trainer is uh, more my style. So, And it kind of incorporated everything from all my previous jobs that I had that I enjoyed. So, you know, being able to talk to people, being able to improve, uh, always learning, uh, all that kind of stuff, not getting told off for talking and having a good time was was pretty big on my, on my yeah. list of things for a job. So ticked all those boxes and I was good at it. So right on. that's how I... Ended up becoming a trainer at the end of the day. Right on. And what was the founded Jones Brothers? Uh, we're almost three years old now. Yeah. So, was that 2016? Yeah. 2017, something like that. Yeah, so I was a manager at a gym in Oakley. My brother came to me with the opportunity to open a gym with him. So we rebranded from Odin Performance to Jones Brothers Gym. And here we are today. So Odin Performance was more uh, sports-specific training uh, with their head coach that they had back then, Paris, who now has opened a gym in Windsor. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Paris. Yeah, so we went from kind of sports-specific to more general population, which I enjoy training more, and, yeah, moved into Albert Park, and boom, awesome. we are here today. Still, still going strong. Still going, still alive. Still doing it. And what's it like being in business with your brother? Yeah, it's good. It's good. We have a we have a great relationship. You know, a lot of people say don't go into business with your family, but we're virtually the same person. I think he's probably just a way more book smart version of myself and shorter. So yeah, now we get along really good. He has a couple of other businesses on the side. So he he runs a clothing company, Odin Sports, and a corporate social responsibility company, uh, the Just Be Nice Project. So he does that and helps with the uh, behind the scenes stuff with the gym, all that kind of jazz and i take all the classes and do all the other stuff really day to day day to day yeah are you opened in the middle of the day no no you guys close yeah yeah good because i was like yeah this would be awkward, awkward. yeah <laughs> it'd be awkward if i'm here. like man who's been in the gym <laughs> awesome so uh been in the industry a fair chunk of time now it's 2019 yep started back in 2011 yep slash even before then working in pro shop coaching basketball etc industries and also just history goes in cycles Mm -hmm. what do you see currently as the the top three challenges in fitness and i guess in health you know in a wider thing the top three challenges oh man just bs marketing is by far number one (laughs) just man people preach things that are just are not true and just give out false hope to people it's it's crazy the old like uh train for two weeks and be shredded and drop 35 kilos of what well, it's just it's just not how how it's supposed to be so 
Yeah, that is that is by far trying to change people's perception of what is actually realistic and not realistic yep. in terms of achieving your goals, especially with weight loss uh, and even muscle gain. If if you're a younger bloke, is quite difficult. That is an interesting challenge. Trying yeah, yeah. to there seems to be a lot of marketing and media that is just not right. Yeah. So that's that's really the biggest issue I find. Okay, uh, that's number one. Whatever, that's number one. God, what would be number two and three? So, because if you train a lot of general public mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of health, so like who's coming to you at Jones at Jones Brothers? At uh, Jones Brothers, man, we we train a lot of people who do not like the gym, who get intimidated by the gym. So they're the type of people I like to train. I get along with people real easily. So it kind of just breaks down that barrier of a gym being intimidating. It's a friendly place. I think a lot of people think you walk into a gym and you've got to be able to lift 100 kilos or be able to keep up with everybody. They don't realise that um, things can be scaled and you should be able to move pain-free, which is another reason people don't come to the gym. So we really focus on movement patterns and, and making sure that's all right and scaling workouts. So everyone's different in that regard. Some people have no fear when it comes to lifting weights and can come in and put 100 on the bar and and get it off the floor, no worries. Some people might take 10 weeks just mentally getting used to lifting a heavier weight. It's, it's all about teaching them that process and just making sure you learn how your body should feel through movement and what feels good and what feels bad and just finding out what you enjoy. 100%. Okay, so we talked briefly about what we do here at TFP around like OCR-specific training and functionality and stuff. So let's talk about... Izzy's uh, biggest obstacles or hurdles that you faced in life, even fears that you've overcome, what were they? Oh, man. To get over them. Whew, biggest obstacles. Because opening a gym is pretty tough. Man, opening uh, opening a business is pretty hard. Man, so. that is, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's rough. That's definitely rough. I reckon, I, I think I was listening to Steve Harvey one day and he was talking about, you know, you just got to make that leap to be able to do something great or do what you want to do. And he talks about like falling down a canyon. You might hit some rocks. And I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure when I opened a gym, I jumped straight into a rock. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, there is so much stuff I do not know how to do. Still a challenge and still it's, it's a good learning curve, but um, I picked it, so I can't complain about that. Yeah, so right I enjoy that challenge. It's definitely difficult. You definitely have your ups and downs, but hey, it is what it is. I picked it. No complaints. I enjoy it. So... I don't wake up every day hating it, which is yeah. the main thing. God, probably my biggest learning curve. When I was younger, man, I had to, I, I really wanted to play college basketball uh, and I had the opportunity, but due to my own mishandling of finances and just not really understanding the process mm. of how that all works and having to give that up, uh, realising that, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a really tough pill to swallow when I was, God, hell, I would have been 19 well, I was like, oh, this is just isn't going to happen. So that was by far probably the toughest pill I had to swallow. And, and still annoys me today that yeah. I didn't that I didn't get that up. Op- well, I had the opportunity um, and I didn't I didn't take it as uh, seriously as I should have. So did you put that up as a post recently? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't usually talk about it too much because okay. it's still, still a bit of a sore point. But, yeah. um, you know, realising how much you've actually got to put into something that that's your dream is... And then not being able to achieve that and having to let that go is a, that is a hard pill to swallow. So, and because like I realised there were, it wasn't just me 
who was involved in that whole process, which you don't realise when you're younger. There are so many other people that are part of that moving process. Simon Mitchell was big time. It was his alma mater uh, that he had hooked me up with. So I still feel bad for that man. I let him down on that on that regard, but uh, I owe him everything. And, and the basketball club that I was a part of at, at Sandringham Sabres were, were behind me 100%. So, you know, little things like that. Just realising that whatever opportunity you have, it's, you know, hasn't all been you. There's usually two, three, four, ten other people behind you that are trying to make it happen for you. So I didn't realise that as a kid, but I definitely realise that now. So I think the post you were referring to was my effort one. So oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Re- respect, your, respect your opportunities and, you know, at least give it a 100% crack and all your effort because there's more people behind it than, than you realise and sure. more people rooting for you. So, But I think that... That and probably opening a business, probably the two, definitely the two toughest things I've I've done as a almost thirty year old now. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So that's probably a good lead into our next thing about why you say movement and health and wellness. Why is that important to you as you get as you get older and you've got that that hindsight? Oh man! And also just in the industry that you're in. Cause I think yeah, why is that important? Ah. Oh. I always tell people it's the easiest way to test your limits and like the safest way. So especially like the setting at the Fit Project or at Jones Brothers where you've got someone monitoring you the whole time in each of your classes, you're just able to find out what you can do. There are definitely things that you think you can't do and then over time you realise you can. That might be running a certain distance, that might be even moving pain-free, that might be just turning up to the gym more than you ever thought you would or just enjoying that process. I just think that fitness and and the gym are the easiest way to find out who you are in um in the least pressured setting. You know, yeah. like at work, there's consequences if you know you can't do something, or or at home you might you might have some issues there. But at the gym, it's like judgment free, and it's just hey, you're just doing what you can do, and let's just see if we can take you a little bit further. And again, that comes back to you know people all progress at different rates. Some people's bodies might be able to do something as a trainer that you can see they can do, but mentally they're not there yet. Mm. So it's fun to watch that process of them mentally make those leaps and bounds to be able to believe in themselves and start pushing themselves more. And then sometimes you get people who are mentally there and physically there and they just they just go off like a rocket and can't stop them. You're just like, man, just put this on there. Like, just get after it. So I, I really enjoy that process and why that's important is because it's just the easiest way to test yourself and find out what you're made of yeah and you feel good (laughs) (laughs) for sure what's the um so what's the best part of your day then what's the best part of my day everyone's reaction when they walk in the gym it's fun because uh again i like to keep the mood nice and light and and fun so you know making people laugh is is definitely a lot of fun in in the gym i again gym bands bro that's that's my thing so (laughs) You know, watching people come in in a bad mood and leave in a good mood, we've got like a mood board in our gym. So you, as you come up, you, on a scale of 1 to 10, you write how you feel. 1's feeling crappy, 10's feeling amazing. Mm. You know, people come in feeling a 2 or a 3 and then they leave feeling 8, 9, 10's, which is, you know, that's just a good feeling knowing that people are starting their day in the right way. You know, you got out of bed on the wrong side, but then, you know, you head into work and the rest of your day feel an ace which is that's not to be taken advantage of as a trainer it's a it's a pretty special thing to be able to you know someone's paying you to spend time with you to help them feel better and move better and get stronger that's you know that's a privilege that not a lot of people get and mm. yeah just 
don't take that for granted. It's it's, it's fun. Can you? Where'd you get the mood board? Look, I I don't know if I can claim that. I feel like my brother came up with that, okay. but. We at our gym were like, man, everyone focuses on on losing weight and losing this and losing that. And we're like, it's not what we're about. We're about gaining, you know, what do you gain from coming to the gym? Mm. And uh, one of the things we realized is like, what do you feel when you come in the gym and what do you feel uh, when you leave? We, you know, we want your time at our gym to be enjoyable because if you enjoy coming to the gym, you come consistently. If you come consistently, that's how results happen. So kind of really just stripped that back and was just like, well, how do you feel walking in and how do you feel leaving? Because, yeah, I mean, well, you know, if you, so obvious, yeah, right? if you hit a rough patch at the gym, like we can just hit you up and be like, Roy, like you come in at three and leave at nine. So clearly you feel better. Mm. And then the other big thing for us was if you consistently come in and you're putting in low numbers, then I can give you a buzz outside of training. Just be like, hey, Roy, what's, you know, what's going on? Everything all right at work, at home, all that? And if you've got a ton of stress in one of those areas, then for me as a trainer, I go, okay, cool, keep turning up, but you know, just turn your wheels over. You know, go 50% so you keep coming to the gym and progressing, but I'm not like, hey, Roy, you know, like, pick it up. You, know, you can go harder because if you've got all that other stress and then a trainer's like, hey, go harder, then you just like... <laughs> Oh, I don't want to come to the gym. I don't want to deal with that. Whereas if I know what's going on, they're like, cool, man, just come in, turn your wheels over, have fun. If you need more rest, take more rest. And that means when you do get your mojo back, you're not starting from zero, which is another reason not to turn up to the gym because yeah, it's intimidating. Yeah. It's like, hey, you've still been coming and you've been cruising through. You're at, you know, 60, 70% instead of 100. So, yeah, there are a few there are a few levels to why we did that and, and how we use that board. But, yeah, we found it. I found it very helpful. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, that point you just said around, like, what can you... I think you use the word gain, but, like, what can you win when you're at the gym as opposed to getting, going in there and focusing on... On what you're on losing. Lost, losing. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really important point. Well, if you go into the gym and you're only focusing on what you're losing, then if you don't lose something, then you're thrown. Yeah. Like, if I come in... And, you know, we all know that scales fluctuate. So if you come in and you're like, man, I'm training six days a week dropping weight, dropping weight, dropping weight, and then you get that one day where it hasn't dropped or it's gone up, then there you go. There's your motivation. There's your, you know, that throws you, mm. you know. And for general population, that's, you know, that's all it can take for some people for it be like, ah, oh, it's not working. I'm done. I'm going to go try some other fad diet, thing yeah. jiggy where really it's just about consistency. Just continually turn up uh, and have a good time and then results will come. It's just consistency trumps intensity every day of the week. For sure, for sure. What's been a breakthrough moment for you, either shared with a client or, like, maybe you had nothing to do with it down at down at Jones Bros? My breakthrough moment. There's been a couple of people who've come in with, like, real niggly injuries and haven't been able to figure out how to move, and now they move pain-free, uh, which is great. I've had some older clients, I think, like, 60s, 70s, and just watching their progression was was amazing from, you know, usually it's, you know, seeing people move big weights, but just watching someone be able to move, mm. do a squat, you know, do uh, a hip hinge movement. I get, that's where I get my joy, just watching people make those really small adjustments that yeah. may, they may not even realise, but it's like, oh, that's exciting. Like, there you go, it's clicked. As a trainer, I think they're the small wins that 
that I really enjoy. I can't think of one specific breakthrough. No, 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 no that's, that's totally cool. What was that? What was the vibe like in class this morning? It was good, man. It was good. It's it's funny, man, because everybody comes in and you know you ask them how they're going, and my answer is always, man, I'm pumped up, fired up, and excited. Like yeah. my first class starts at five. Um, again, it's a it's a privilege to be able to get up and train people. Uh, it's what I want to do. It's what I enjoy doing. So. God, I can't be sad being doing what I want to be doing for, for work. Um, for sure. And, it, and it's fun to see people's reaction to someone else's energy, you know? Like, if you come in a bit flat and then someone's like, woo, you know, let's get after it. People are like, oh, sweet. Let's have some fun and, and get after it. What do you go to tunes in the morning? Oh, man, I mix it up with, with a bit of everything. Can be rock, can be dance music can be hip-hop i don't yeah. know you kind of got to read the room sometimes uh you'll have some music on and you're like no, no one's feeling this yeah um, so you got to switch it up the the interesting thing as a trainer when you when you when you take a lot of classes is make sure you're not picking the music that you want to listen to yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like rocking away and you're looking around and everyone's like man what the hell are we listening to i'm like my bad i'll switch it that's yeah. all, that's all good but uh oh man a bit of anything really it's kind of Read the room, ask them what they feel like listening to. What about when you're training? Uh, when I'm training, uh, I'm a hip-hop man. Okay. Uh, I think I'm a bit of a hip-hop man, but if I need... Biggie, Tupac. All that, man. I'm a 90s man. I don't, yeah. I don't understand that mumble rap stuff, so... <laughs> okay. Just stand there training, getting confused about what's being said. Like, <laughs> does this guy just said Gucci 80,000 times or something like that? But if I, need, if I really need to fire up shipping up to Boston... Right, is, yep. That's the... Uh, cool. That's the, all right, time to get angry and... List some stuff. Yeah, this thing's not going to move unless I'm uh, unless I'm fired up. So yeah, that's my that's my go-to pump up song. That's a really good track, though. Yeah, that's a really good track. Dropkick Murphy's right <laughs> Okay, and then what's some good takeaways or advice you either give your crew down at Jonesboro, or if someone's listening right now in terms of like their health, their fitness? You had a really good. What did you say before? Consistency trumps intensity. Yep. Is that what you said? Yep. That's a good. I think that's a really good line. I think that's a good line. Man, but I think, man, I think it's a great line, man. I tell everybody that. Oh, what's my advice? Keep it basic. Basics, mm. basics, simple, simple, simple. The more complicated you make something, the more intimidating it gets, the less likely you are to do it. And that goes for everyone, even as a trainer, whether you're programming. Uh, we've all made those mistakes of like trying to get too fancy and then mm. you're just like, oh, this isn't working. It's just the basics are the basics for a reason. They work. It's easy. Uh, well, it's easy to scale, so I just keep everything simple, man. That's a, that's how I do it. And if you're training, it's just you just got to be consistent. That's yeah. all. It doesn't matter if you're turning up. If you turn up three times a week and you're only kind of rolling through at fifty percent, you're gonna do more than if you turn up once, go hundred percent every three weeks. So be consistent. Just and just let it let it happen. Do do what you enjoy, and your mojo will come. The intensity comes, and you don't even realize it. You cruise through a fifty, and then in a month, your 50% was your old 70%. So just keep everything simple, man. That's that's the easiest way to do it. So chin-ups, lots of chin-ups are good. <sighs> man, chin-ups, look, they are good. That's a good way to get good at them. I'm not going to say it's fun, but yeah. So, man, body weight exercises, I don't get it. I don't get how they're hard, but yeah, consistency, dude. Got to do them if you want to get better at them. What sort of training protocols do you follow then, Dan Jones Brothers? Keep everything simple. You got to do the basics. So deadlift, squat, press, movement pattern. Man, I got. You, there are six yeah. movement patterns you should be able to do. It should be a squat. You should be able to hip hinge. You should be able to vertical push, vertical pull, horizontal push, and horizontal pull. Now, how you 
program that or what exercises you use to accomplish those movements mm. all vary for the, uh, the different clientele that you have or your members and what they enjoy. So a lot of people would use those movements in a strength setting, but as we know, not everybody loves to just like clang and bang big weights. So you've got to be able to incorporate those movements within a session that they will still enjoy and find progression using those movements again in an environment that they will enjoy so that's my protocol so squat bench push-ups deadlifts rdls hip hinges chin-ups bodyweight rows all that all that kind of stuff man just basics 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 nail the movement pattern no pain just no pain that's the big thing with us. We were talking on this before we started recording. Assault bike versus ski erg. I'm a, I'm a assault bike man. I'm going to assault bike, dude. We just we just brought one, dude. We just brought one. So that's that's my. I don't know you just did a world record on on the ski erg. So that's definitely Wait, you just your bought assault bike. Or you just bought a ski erg. No, I just brought an assault bike. All oh, right, see. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's my jam. It's easy to use, and man, it's yeah, it's you can go to some dark places oh, on that yeah. thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you done 100 calories on it yet? Hell no, I have not done <laughs> <laughs> Man, to part around on that bike is about as far as I've gotten on yeah, that okay. bike at the moment. It's, uh, that's it. it intimidates me, that bike. Yeah. And also, because we are in a setting, we've talked about basics. Can we just record you? We're right next to a, a chin-up bar, and you said that was your kryptonite at the start. So, can we just record you doing a chin-up? Hell yeah, sure. Right. Is, he's doing, is he's about to go perform a chin-up? on one of our bars on right. our multi-rig here. Right now? It's right next to it. Yeah, go. All right. Good. One. Wow. Bad. There you go. One. 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 Specifically asked for one, so that's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> what is your shit up, Max? Uh, I think it's 10, man. I okay. think it's 10. Don't worry, man. If it's more than that, the follow-up set is definitely not <laughs> what I just did. It's not, it's not one. It's, uh, it might be 10 and then five and then three. There's, there is no... There is no endurance in mine. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So uh, let's wrap things up. Um, with now you've just done a chin up. Best joke slash dad joke. Oh, man. There's a lot. Oh, man. This is hard to think of one off the top of my head. I do. I, I like puns. Puns get thrown out a lot. Yeah. Come on. Gym pants was your thing. Let's oh, go. man. Let's That's uh it's embarrassing, can't think of one right now. <laughs> on the spot. On the spot, he's, he's stalled me. I've got nothing for you, bro. No, not I, even a knock-knock? Not even a knock-knock, man. Nah, I've got nothing. Right. I'll have to send one through. Cool, <laughs> Send one through. So then in Spartan Race, when you can't complete an obstacle, generally speaking, you do 30 burpees. We're not going to do 30 burpees, <laughs> but let's get back to a chin-up bar then. Knock out a few more chin-ups. Three, oh, two, one, go. He's going, he's going, he's back on the bar. How many am I supposed to do? Let's see, ten. Ten? Yeah, or hear ten. Oh, one, two, three, four, that's <laughs> one. That's two. That's three. That's four. Five. Six. He's just ripping him out. He's got to be red in the face. Well, man, we're stopping. <laughs> <laughs> His face has now gone the same shade as his beard, which is red. <laughs> that was eight. Oh. He's just done nine. He's going for the kip now. He's going for the kip for the ten. Oh. Boom. Oh. That is a six. Did you say you were six two? Uh, yeah, I think I'm six two or three, something like that. Six, three. That was a six three. How much do you weigh? Uh, 95, I think. 95 kilo man just ripping out tension ups. 
Four. Right, again, faster rig. He's worked up a. There we go. I'm sweating now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Roy. Beautiful. Red base. Man, all you had to do was tell a joke. Yeah, it's true. I think Roy should tell a <laughs> joke now. Joke Come on, joke you. man. All right, you want a joke? Here's a joke. What's up? Who's there? Yeah, you gotta say who's there. It's oh, a knock, knock joke. Oh, man, my bad. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. Moo! Nice and done. Should have loaded me up, man. I would, I would have come with jokes galore. <laughs> I knew that was coming at me. That was from my eight-year-old niece. Well, you're the one who said Jim Bans is your thing. I would have thought you'd be like, bang, dropping It's situational, man. It's situational. <laughs> situational. you got to be doing something crazy. You just did something crazy. That was 11 chin-ups. Yeah, i got a joke for you. Okay. Chin-ups. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Love it. All right, so Izzy Jones, good speaking to you on the Fit Project podcast. Where can anyone listening find out more? or engage with your good self uh we're on instagram i think we're jones bros gym on instagram facebook jones brothers gym and we've got a website jonesbrothersgym.com and where are you guys based in we're in albert park albert park which is south melbourne way yes is that the geography there i'm not I'm yeah not sure. yeah we're right near clarendon street we're yeah. right on albert park lake yeah sweet so Come on down, Roy. And I'll make you do chin-ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm always up for an invitation. That yeah, sounds great. Yeah, it's true. What about, like, your personal stuff? Because you do some pretty good stuff on, on your Izzy Jones. Uh, is, that, is that the one I follow? I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Is, I think it's Izzy PT Jones. I don't even know what my Instagram is. Hold up. Give me a sec. I'll get He's it up. He's got no jokes. He doesn't know his Instagram. <laughs> oh, man. Who knows the Instagram handles? <laughs> Izzy underscore PT underscore Jones. There you go. There you go. We learn something new every day. Boom. There's a school day. Thank you, brother. Thanks for coming up and being part of the show. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. You don't have to do chin-ups here ever again unless you want to. Probably not. Represent. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Izzy. Appreciate it, man. Awesome, dude.